Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Good morning. Welcome to the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And yes, we are indeed live on this day after Christmas. I hope all is well in your world and that you had a joyous holiday season thus far. A lot of things to talk about in the news. I want to begin by talking about the holidays, Christmas, the spirit of giving. It's a season where, and, and I've said this before, if you listen with regularity, you know that in one sense, I am not a person who is big into days and, you know, I, I observe them. Yet it's important for me to live out who I am and what I believe. I endeavor to do that 24-7. I want to be in the spirit of giving year-round. Be ready and willing at all times. That's where my heart is. I want to draw your attention to something really wonderful that took place this holiday season. You are quite familiar with John Hancock's Bikes for Kids and the many, many people involved in this effort. And I want to share the outcome of this because of your contributions, your participation. How many people were affected here in the Charlotte area? I'll share with you a post from our good friend John Hancock with his report from Brent and Haley Sanders. 801 bikes delivered. 801 bikes 1,129 kids taken care of this year, thanks to Kids First and the Bike Drive. A lot of happy people on Christmas morning because of what we all do. Be proud. Thank God. And that's a very appropriate message. I just rejoice when I think about the multitude of families out there that were blessed by your generosity. I think it's absolutely awesome. 801 bikes, 1,129 kids taken care of. What would they have had otherwise if not for you? And for that, I want to thank you very, very much. I want to talk a little bit about Christmas and also look ahead to the new year. I'm not a big person into resolutions. Pretty much uh, blew that away some years ago. But I want to tell you about my Christmas, and I'd love to hear your stories about how you celebrated the holiday. And if you'd like to, share about your hopes and expectations for the new year. What are you hoping for will be different 
about next year. And with that, I'm assuming that you are going to be intentional about making those things happen. At least the things that we have under our control, because not everything is under our control. So share about your Christmas holiday and about your hopes and expectations for the new year. Our phone number is 704-570-1110. For Christmas this year, as you know, as kids get older, they move out of the nest. Christmas becomes a little more complicated. You know, it's easy when everybody's in the same home and everybody's under 18 and, you know, you... You know, just do your thing on Christmas morning. Logistically, it becomes a little more challenging. As kids get older, they move out, they move away. Yesterday, had the wonderful privilege of having my two oldest sons join for a Christmas breakfast and time hanging out. That was really absolutely awesome. Unfortunately, my son, number three, has COVID and has been sick for several days. So we uh, delivered some food to him yesterday evening. Poor guy. Um, And my daughter, unfortunately, had to work. But it was good to connect with the two oldest. And, you know, my oldest son came in from... Nashville with his wife. It's always good to see them. Of course, the opportunity not there to see them as frequently as we would like, but it was good to catch up. So great time over breakfast. And I mentioned being in the midst of a move. And one of the cool things to watch was the two oldest sons walking around the house reminiscing about different things. I had a whole table of things that belong to uh, different family members that have been uncovered in the course of the cleaning up and the move. And it was cool to watch them discover pictures and uh, talk about different things that have happened in the past. It's, It's really cool to see that happen yesterday. And then the conversation over... Uh, just about our lives, the things that are going on. It was was really good. By the way, the move, that's another story. Not complete yet. Some last-minute complications, but that's supposed to be completed sometime this week. But it's uh, uh, it's really odd to have all of these mostly empty rooms um, uh, it's, it's almost like being in a ghost house. <laughs> that would be a great way to describe it, but you have no idea. Uh, one day I may share a number of stories about the adventure of this, but it's basically been a work, frankly, of, uh, a year. It's probably been a year since setting out to prepare the home to sell 20 years, a family of six that is a lot to clean up, especially when uh, not everybody is there. You're pretty much doing all of it. And so it's it's been an adventure. And the last four or five days, uh, not a lot of sleep. It's just been crazy. 
but I am very thrilled about the fact that I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and I have hope and expectation it will not be the lights of an oncoming train. So uh, that's the update here. And as I share my anticipation, I look forward to a, uh, a downsized life, to be honest with you. Uh, there's no reason to have multiple bedrooms you know, at this stage of life. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I had a great conversation with someone else who's already been through this and talked about how she and her husband have, have done. There's no re- reason to have um, all this space. So it's great to go down a path of simplicity and that's something that I absolutely appreciate and look forward to a simpler life, uh, a life that's much more nimble so that I am in a position as far as giving, sharing, whatever it is to be able to do this more freely without the encumbrances of, of stuff. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. A lot of stuff. Love to get your thoughts on the Christmas holiday, the upcoming new year. Our phone number is 704-570-1110. We are back live here on this day after Christmas. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program on this Tuesday. I know this is one of those weeks where it's going to be very challenging to remember what day it is. Because of the uh, Christmas holiday, so many of us were off. Love to hear your stories about Christmas and expectations for the new year. Get our phone number 704-570-1110, 704-570-1110. I mentioned a lot of news going on. And sadly, as many of us celebrate, there are many people who are dealing with horrible hardship we dare not forget the fact that in many ways we are at war. Even if no declaration of war has happened. Here's what's going on from the U.S. perspective. U.S. military forces carried out what has been characterized as necessary and proportionate strikes against Iran-backed militia groups in Iraq. This is according to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. The attacks in response to a one-way attack drone strike on a base in northern Iraq. It injured at least three U.S. service members, one in critical condition, according to the Pentagon. Now, we've said this a number of times, that it's unfortunate that we have these military things taking place and what we have is essentially an undeclared war from Iran because Iran is behind all of these groups you drain Iran if you were to wipe Iran off the map today you take the fuel away for all of these radical groups like Hezbollah they're basically front groups But the head of the snake is Iran. Iranian-backed militia 
Kotaib, Hezbollah, and affiliated groups under an umbrella of Iranian-backed groups claim credit for the attack. See, they're not even ashamed. They're proud of what they're doing. This is all very deliberate. U.S. strikes in response targeted three facilities said to be used by Kotaib, Hezbollah, and affiliated groups in Iraq. President Joe Biden immediately briefed on the drone attack and had ordered the Department of Defense to prepare a response. The president directed the strikes following a call with Mr. Austin and members of Mr. Biden's national security team. Those strikes targeted the group's locations focused specifically on unmanned aerial drone activities. Mr. Austin saying the retaliatory strikes intended to disrupt and degrade capabilities of the Iran-aligned militia groups directly responsible. The statement of the White House saying the president places no higher priority than the protection of American personnel serving in harm's way. The United States will act at a time and in a manner of our choosing should these attacks continue. And I have no doubt, and I'm sure you have no doubt, that these attacks will continue. There's really nothing that we are doing to bring these to an end. This tit-for-tat kind of pattern we've fallen into, I think, raises serious questions. Monday's airstrikes follow a series of attacks believed to be launched by Iranian-backed militia groups against U.S. and coalition militaries in Iraq and Syria. So, this is not new. But the White House very careful to promote what they are characterizing as measured responses to this military activity. As you know, we have war going on on two major fronts. We have Israel against the terrorists of Hamas. And we also have the war going on in Ukraine as the Russians continue their war effort. Some drudge headlines for you. Ukraine destroys Russian warships. Significant strike. Huge blow for Putin. We'll talk more about this. This is a big deal. Somber Christmas in Bethlehem. Jesus in the rubble. Pope laments war in the Holy Land. Battle for Gaza could take months. Remember I warned you that this was not going to be pretty. And it was not going to be quick. And I think what we have to watch out for are weak-kneed politicians who are going to try to twist Israel's arm into shortening this unnecessarily. If it were us, ideally, we would stay in until the job is done. But if it's Israel, we expect them to continue to listen to us to the point where if it's really not in their best interests that they will back away from their mission out of concern about what the international community is thinking i got news for you the international community hates israel and they will continue to hate israel and it doesn't matter what israel does so they may as well do the job and do it right it's that simple airstrike kills senior iran revolutionary guard Houthis widen attacks on shipping 
New York Times under fire for publishing Hamas op-ed. <laughs> Why does that surprise anybody? Netanyahu heckled by families of hostages. Five found dead in tunnel. Protesters at Holmes Defense Secretary and National Security Advisor. A lot of turmoil out there. And you can certainly understand why this turmoil would be there in the midst of the war. Reuters reports Ukraine has struck a Russian naval landing warship. And Moscow is acknowledging the damage. This is a large Russian landing warship in Crimea with cruise missiles. An overnight attack that killed at least one person could hinder any Russian attempt to seize more Ukrainian territory along the Black Sea coast. That's huge. The Russian Defense Ministry, cited by the Interfax News Agency, said Ukraine had used air-launched missiles to attack the Crimean port of Feodosia. And the large landing ship had been damaged. Russian Defense Minister briefed Vladimir Putin in detail about the attack. Russia, as you know, annexed Crimea from Ukraine in 2014, a move that Kiev and the West condemned as an illegal seizure. Ukrainian Air Force spokesman said he thought it would be hard for this ship, which can carry tanks and armored vehicle, and be used to land troops ashore to re-enter service. This is what they were out to do. Adding, we can see how powerful the explosion was. The detonation. It's very hard for a ship to survive. Because this was not a rocket. This is the detonation of munitions. Ukraine used cruise missiles in the attack without specifying what kind. Both Britain, Britain and Fan. <laughs> We'll get this right. Britain and France have supplied Kiev with these missiles. Russia hinted it may try to seize more Ukrainian territory along the Black Sea coast. Putin earlier this month saying that Odessa, the headquarters of Ukraine's own navy, was a Russian city. Well, hopefully, these ambitions of Vladimir Putin literally go up in smoke with this massive attack. <laughs> Still to come in the broadcast, we'll talk about some other hot spots. You know, it's quite unfortunate that we have war anytime. But this is just the reality. We have ongoing, ongoing conflict in the Middle East. The place where the Christmas story is allegedly based. We will talk about this and much more as we continue on the Vince Coakley radio program. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. 
it's always a good time for some earth, winds, and fire. Welcome back to the Vince Coakley Radio Program on this day after Christmas. How was your Christmas? Are you ready to get back in the routine of regular life? One of my frustrations around this time, and I know everybody wants time off. Hey, I've had time off, and we'll have more time off. <laughs> I hate finding places closed when you really want to go. By the way, I didn't mention dinner. Ended up going to, of all places, a buffet place for dinner. It was really good. I was so stuffed. So stuffed. Debating whether to tell another story about that adventure. But anyway. And brought some food back, as I mentioned, for my son, who is still fighting COVID. But that was kind of a non-traditional Christmas thing. Because typically there's a Christmas-type dinner, turkey, ham, all the other stuff. Didn't do that this year. This year just, hey, let's do something different, which it was fun. A lot of fun and not too many people out there, which was a good thing to experience. I started talking about war. Mentioned the really big hit for Ukraine. There's also the sad story of what's taking place in the Middle East. By the way, just as a clarification, lest anybody think I don't believe the account of the uh, story of Jesus, I absolutely believe that. I want to be very clear. When I said alleged, the alleged part is about the season. And because everybody knows it was not winter time when this happened. This has been discussed many times, and we don't need to litigate that now. I'm not one of those people. Washington Post has a very sad headline, Jesus in the Rubble, Christmas Celebrations in Bethlehem Cancelled. At Christmas time, the world comes to Bethlehem. The rooftop of the city hall is packed with camera crews from around the globe to capture a towering tree in Manger Square. As the bells toll for midnight mass at the church in the nativity, built upon the grotto where, by tradition, Jesus was born. This year, no tree, no parades, bands, or music, no lights, no markets, no feasts, no carols, no Santas handing out candy to the children, and no pilgrims, no tourists. In place of traditional holiday celebrations and decorations, one church created a simple nativity scene for Christmas 2023. Jesus enters the world amid a pile of Gazan rubble. The atmosphere in Bethlehem, somber, dark, sad, and political. The massive Boy Scouts, who traditionally accompany the Latin Patriarch's procession into the city, 28 troops worth, blasting bagpipes, pared down to a single silent troop. The boys held aloft Bible verses on peace and photographs of Gazan children. Christian leaders, careful to condemn the surprise Hamas attack on Israel communities on October 7th, when the militants killed 1,200 people and took about 240 more hostage, triggering the current hostilities. But they appear most focused on the war since. 
the Israeli Defense Forces fighting to eradicate Hamas have killed more than 20,000 people in Gaza. With water, food, and shelter all short, international aid groups warn a humanitarian catastrophe is unfolding. The Holy Land, home mostly to Jews and Muslims, but 2% of the Palestinian population in the West Bank is Christian, many of them proudly tracing their roots back a millennium or more. There also exists a tiny remnant of Christians, maybe a thousand people, no more, in Gaza. In his annual Christmas message, Bethlehem Mayor Hannah Hanaya spoke of mourning and condemned Israel's prosecution of the war in Gaza as ethnic cleansing and genocide, which is pure nonsense. That's not what this is. This is not a time for hyperbole, no matter how much we are against war. These phrases and words are really overused. Nonetheless, same message out of the head of the Chamber of Commerce, sad and upset the moral failure of the West to stop the killing of civilians in Gaza. Christian clergy, using similar language, blaming the failure to protect the innocent on world leaders, including President Biden. The Reverend Munther Isaac, pastor of the Evangelical Lutheran Christian Church, stood beside the small nativity scene in his chapel. The baby Jesus sat amid flickering candles atop a pile of busted cement and dirty stone. This is what Christmas looks like in Palestine. This is the true message. At first, he said the idea of placing the birth of Jesus in a war zone was shocking. It was hard for even our own people, but it left a strong impression because the image is very real. It confronts you with the reality then and now in a very powerful way. If Jesus were born today, he would be born in Gaza amid the rubble. Who can sing joy to the world today? And without diminishing his concerns about the terrible things that are going on in that part of the world. You can sing joy to the world because it's not about the world. It's about the one in the manger. The one who is the Prince of Peace. He's the answer. Photos of the scene have gone viral. A similar installation to be placed in Manger Square. Isaac saying the Christmas story feels more contemporary than ever. The Gospel of Matthew, Joseph, a Jewish man living in Palestine under Roman rule, forced to report to Bethlehem for a census. He takes his young pregnant wife, Mary, unable to find lodging. There's no more room at the end. They settle in a stable. They're in a manger, a feed trough for animals. Mary gives birth to the child of the faithful believe is the son of God. King Herod of Judea, learning of the birth of a rival, orders all male children under two to be killed. The slaughter of the innocents. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph flee to Egypt. So the story is Jesus is born into hardship, lived under occupation, survived a massacre, and became a refugee. This is a story we Palestinians can understand. I think it appropriate to mention these very adverse circumstances as we've celebrated here 
in the States and all around the world, I do understand why so many feel there's not much to celebrate and our hearts go out to them. So we've talked about war, several hot spots, one of them, Ukraine, with the ongoing war with Russia. We've got the Middle East, as Israel continues its effort to wipe out Hamas. And we've also got, as a result of the ongoing war between Israel and Hamas, we've got our own situation going on in the Red Sea. It's really disturbing to see all of the ways that this thing could possibly expand and become much worse than it is. Reuters reporting this morning, explosions in the Red Sea off the coast of Yemen reported after sightings of unmanned aircraft and missiles in two separate incidents. Two unmanned aircraft observed before two explosions occurred five nautical miles from a vessel located 50 nautical miles west of Hodadiah on Yemen's west coast. In an apparent separate incident, an explosion heard and missiles seen four miles from a vessel 60 miles from Hodadiah. This is the another explosion that's reported to have occurred about a half mile from the same vessel. Not immediately clear if the incidents involved the same vessel, which the authority did not identify. Cargo details or indication of where the vessel or vessels were sailing to or had sailed from. Also not disclosed. The vessel and crew reported to be safe. But as you know, this is a very volatile situation. Very volatile situation. Which we hope does not further expand beyond where it is right now. Let's come back closer to home and talk about dollars and cents. I know it's not a pleasant thought right after Christmas. Charlotte Observer reports in Mecklenburg County, property taxes are due next week. Hurrah! But they also report millions in help may go unclaimed. The deadline to pay property taxes in Mecklenburg County without accruing interest, fast approaching millions of dollars aimed to help taxpayers, potentially have gone unclaimed. Property owners have until January 5th to make outstanding real estate and property tax payments to avoid interest charges. After that date, there is a 2% interest charge for the month of January, an additional 0.75 in interest every month after January until that tax bill is paid. So get it done soon. Many property owners, including nearly all residential properties, saw higher tax values in the wake of the 2023 value revaluation cycle, which determines the value of a property as a key component in determining the next tax bill. Even with revenue neutral rates, people across the county saw pricier bills. Additional assistance made available to homeowners, but time has run out for many to get help. Among that help, applications closed for the HOMES program, which received an infusion of millions of extra dollars and saw its deadline extended to get more people to apply. 
other assistance programs available, including for the elderly, people with disabilities, veterans, and owners of historic properties. Now, you can pay by going online, or you can mail in a check or money order to cover this cost. By the way, one of the things that's really interesting is I was cleaning my office. There's so many technology reminders that I've gotten in the midst of really the entire home cleanup. One of the things that I realized I had a lot of envelopes and stamps, which are pretty much obsolete. I cannot tell you. I mean, I do remember I sent a piece of registered mail out a couple of months ago. But before that, I cannot tell you what I remember mailing. I just don't mail things at all. How many of you use the mail? You know, I I think back to the days, you know, where you mail out bills, and now many of, you know, most of the time that's done online with online billing. So who uses the mail? If you're a mail user, tell me. I'd love to hear your story of how you still use the Postal Service, which is one of the reasons why I ignore a lot of the stuff that comes in the mail. Don't tell anybody, especially the junk. <laughs> the junk mail. Any case, don't forget those property taxes. Very important that those are paid on time. You don't want to pay any more than you have to. The Observer also reports on Charlotte Immigration Court and its backlog, saying it's among the worst in the United States, raising the question as to whether there's the political will to fix it. They start off talking about a Charlotte attorney. His name's Benjamin Snyder. He spent a decade representing undocumented immigrants who faced deportation. He stopped taking those cases. One of the major reasons, the wait. Are you ready for this? It might take seven years for a client to know whether they will be granted asylum and get to stay in the U.S. Seven freaking years. You understand why a lot of people just decide to walk across the border? Why not? New data from Syracuse University shows Charlotte's Immigration Court is the eighth most backlogged in the United States. As of November 119,025 cases pending here. That's a lot of cases. A December 18th report released by the university says nationally the backlog grew from 2 million pending cases to 3 million in just a year. The report comes as U.S. Border Patrol says the surge in crossings is overwhelming its resources. There's a global refugee crisis, political interference, a lack of resources, and an overly punitive system all contributing to the backlog. This is the situation faced here. It's not clear lawmakers want to clear the backlog, or they even see it as a problem. Immigration judges now average 4,500 pending cases each. That's a lot. They are swamped. If every person with a pending immigration case were gathered together, it would be larger than the population of Chicago, the third largest city in the United States. Indeed, the number of waiting immigrants in the court's backlog is now larger than the population found in many states. Previous administrations, going back at least to former President George W. Bush, have failed to tackle the problem. And the backlog's growth accelerated during the Trump years. 
While there was an acceleration in hiring judges during the first three years of President Joe Biden's administration, it just hasn't been enough. More judges and higher closure rates haven't kept pace with the flow of new cases. Not a pretty situation. By the way, federal immigration judges in Charlotte denied asylum in 88% of the cases from 2013 to 2018. 88%. I don't think there's a very good odds at all. Coming up, some unusual Christmas messages, including from the former president. That much more as we continue. Stay with us. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to our live version of the Vince Coakley Radio Program this day after Christmas. And I thought it would be interesting to share a couple of items that are hardly in sync with the holiday season. I know there are people, I, I will give you a manifestation alert for those of you who may need to find a safe space. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to share a story about... Two of my favorite people. <clears throat> you can tell I'm being facetious because these stories are, they're just, well, they're just what they are. <laughs> the best I can do is just dive right in. All right, are you ready for this? Donald Trump kept his tradition of inspiring Christmas messages alive on Monday with a lengthy rant calling out crooked Joe Biden, deranged Jack Smith, and those who are looking to destroy our once great USA. Let me just say, parenthetically, this is one of the things I'm very concerned about, and this isn't a Donald Trump alone issue. There are people who simply cannot turn this off. You know, I told you, I there's a sense in which I don't, play up certain days a lot but having said that come on christmas you can't take a break on christmas day from just being awful you know the bible says out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks the problem with some people is there's not much good in there and so there's no There's no way to stop it from just overflowing all the time. See, this is the opposite 
And I know I'm going to get people going to manifest over this. This is the opposite of the life of a genuine Christian believer who the life of God and the love of God overflow into your life day after day. And it flows into the lives of the people around you. You can't stop it. This is why Jesus described it as rivers of living water. For some people, much of what flows out is just bilge. It's animus, it's bitterness, it's hatred, it's retribution. I just ask you the question, what's flowing out of your heart? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Chris, you are so bad. Trump must have had Joel Osteen whispering in his ear while he was speaking. (laughs) Chris, you are so bad. Okay, are you ready for this? See, and again, it's if you can't turn this stuff off, seek some help. I'm serious about this. Seek help. Here's what Donald Trump posted. Speaking of Joe Biden, Jack Smith, and those who are allegedly trying to destroy our once great USA, may they rot in hell. Again, Merry Christmas. I mean, I want you to think about this. This is just not something I, I'm just telling you. (laughs) This is not the utterance of a healthy person. It just isn't. Now, I, I, I think we've all, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure out who this man is. Trump's latest missive, 113-word post on Truth Social, built on his Christmas message, which went after special counsel Jack Smith for coming after me. So the victimology just doesn't stop on Christmas Day. No break. Trump's Christmas message may have been even more unhinged. The Truth Social Screed, reading like a bad Latin translation, referenced Smith beefing up his legal team with a recent addition of Michael Dreben, who's argued before the Supreme Court more than 100 times. After three decades, the DOJ, Dreben went into private practice with a law firm, Mulvaney and Myers, in 2020. But he's now listed as the counsel of record for Smith's election interference case against Trump in D.C. Trump also took aim at a Christmas list of familiar targets like taxes, the woke military, and inflation significantly down. Trump also name-checked Russia, Ukraine, where the former president apparently plans to solve the war by not approving any additional military aid for Ukraine and actually pressuring Ukraine to make a deal. You know, everything's all about a deal, isn't it? And he makes the greatest ones. So sick of this stuff. Which would apparently entail Ukraine handing over some territory to Russian President Vladimir Putin. No problem. Just hand it over. How much of our territory are you willing to hand over, Mr. Trump? How many states do you want to give away? Now, as a joke here, and this is only a joke, there are some states I think some of us would like to part with. Despite Trump's continued messages of personal grievance, he maintains a commanding lead. Well, that's... Evident. 
See, this is the kind of story you do not want for certain people in our electorate, like suburban women. Notice the contrast. Meanwhile, Biden took a more traditional route in his Christmas messaging. Today, may the light from the first Christmas illuminate your homes, warm your hearts, and kindle your hopes for the year to come. That was a tweet from Biden, from the presidential account. From the Biden family, we wish you and your family a peaceful and healthy holiday. Biden's Twitter account also noted he and his wife, First Lady Jill Biden, spent time on Monday talking with military members and wishing them a Merry Christmas. I mean, not considering anything else, anything else you know politically about these people, which one of these people would you rather have as your president? A person who is overwhelmed by grievances, even on Christmas Day, so overwhelmed by this that he can't even take time to think about what the meaning of the day is supposed to be and to communicate some message of hope. Now, don't get this twisted. I am not voting for Mr. Magoo. That ought to be very evident. But this is the kind of unforced error. And the presumption here is pretty foolish. Because really, it's only hardcore MAGA people who are going to like this garbage. It's bilge. It's trash. It really is. May they rot in hell. Really? Why? Not for breaking God's law, but for offending the president. (laughs) I love this. Somebody sent me a message on social media. I need to remind myself to block this idiot. And yes, you are an idiot who just called me a clueless MFer. This is why (laughs) this is further confirmation of the kinds of people who... Who support this stuff? You're not gonna you're not going to recover the country with this kind of attitude. I'll just tell you right now. Keep on hating at me, hating at everybody else, try to throw me up, throw me in with never Trumpers, whatever you want to do, I don't care. But it shows me you're unhealthy. I would encourage you get on your knees and ask God to help you see the rot in your own heart, and it is rot. If I'm a clueless MFer for calling out somebody for communicating such trash on Christmas Day, if that's what you think I am, wonderful. I will take that mantle. Something's very wrong with all the people defending this. If you want to call and defend it, give me a call now, 704-570-1110. If you enjoyed this and you thought this was great reading on Christmas Day, and you think this is what helps to rebuild a nation, Come, call me up right now. In fact, this person, what's your name again? Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Call me up. Let's have a conversation. I would love to have a conversation. We can be very civil about it. So we're talking about politics and the Christmas spirit. I shared with you what Donald Trump had to say on social media. James in the sprawling metropolis of Albemarle wants to chime in. Good morning, James, and welcome. Uh, good morning. I was just going to tell you, I don't agree with you 100% of the time, probably excuse me, 80 to 85% of the time when I, I'm a casual listener, but um, I agree with you 100% on this. I, yeah, I will vote for Ron DeSantis in the primary, and if it comes down to Trump versus uh, Joe Biden, obviously I'm, I would vote for Trump, even though I'm going to agree with you know, a lot of the message. I don't agree with the tone. Uh, I think I had a principal one time that said, uh, kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm. If it's about him, then it's not about us. And as a country, it should be about us. And I'll just leave it there. James, you've uh, summed this up very well. Thanks very much for your call. And and I think he's, uh, I agree with everything he said here. I agree 100%. This is what we need to be communicating to people, how much we care. And especially if we're trying to reach a lot of these younger people, you know, it can't just be this uh, preach to the choir thing where we, we've got this hard pounding, uh, hardcore message, and we're going to just spew this out 24-7. It's annoying. I've talked to other people who have told me about their parents. You see, some of you need to understand, I've talked to... I guess you can say kind of representatively, I've talked to some of your children and they're not impressed by your attitude. And some of you, your attitudes really suck in this area. And it, and it comes out in other areas too. You have to understand if this is what you are breathing to your children, you are going to have serious long-term problems in your relationships. And I say this about anything. If this is what, you know, nonstop. So it's very important to keep perspective and to not be mired in this stuff 24-7. Ronna McDaniel. According to Newsweek, hit with a wave of resignation calls under her Christmas post. We're talking about the spirit of Christmas and the holidays. Ronna McDaniel repeatedly urged to resign after celebrating Christmas on social media. She's taking it from all sides, by the way. She's frequently faced criticism during her more than six years leading the RNC. Wished her followers a Merry Christmas in a pair of Christianity-infused posts to X. Merry Christmas to you and your loved ones. Let us rejoice and give thanks for the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, whose birth gives us hope, 
joy, and new life. Let me just tell you, first off, I fully embrace her message. I don't care for this woman. I really don't care for her as RNC chairwoman. I don't. But you know what? In this season, and what she's communicating about the purpose of the season, I'm with her 100%. I can unite with her in the message that's communicated. We pray for all those spending Christmas away from their loved ones, especially our troops overseas and first responders who are spending this season protecting our freedoms and families. God bless you all. I echo every single word. But this seemingly innocuous post from McDaniel, who, by the way, is the niece of outgoing GOP Senator Mitt Romney, resulted in a furious backlash from conservatives on X, including a number of supporters of former President Donald Trump's MAGA movement. Resign, responded right-wing social media personality Rogan O'Hanley, also known as DC Drano. (laughs) That's an interesting name. Merry Christmas, Rana. Please resign from the GOP for the sake of our country. We're no longer funding your organization until there's a big change. Move on. This one, please give Republican voters the gift of your resignation this Christmas. Resign. It really would be the greatest Christmas present any Republican could ask for. Some demanded McDaniel resign to make way for Stop the Steal activist and January 6th participant Scott Presler. Please gift us all with your resignation, Rana. We need Scott Presler. Have you contacted him yet? Merry Christmas. All I want for Christmas is for you to resign and Scott Presler to take your spot. Another person chimed in. Read the thread. No one is backing your destruction of the Republican Party. Resign now before you do more damage. Take your traitor uncle with you. Referring to Mitt Romney. Newsweek reached out for comment to the RNC by email last night. McDaniel also faced criticism from far-right activist and failed congressional candidate Laura Loomer. Loomer accused McDaniel of disrespecting Trump by placing his name last among 2024 GOP presidential candidates in a Christmas Eve fundraising email. How petty. This woman is a freaking moron. See, this tells you a lot about these people. We're supposed to be concerned about the country, and you're concerned about whose name goes first on a list of candidates? While everyone has been busy enjoying Christmas, you must have missed this, and I'm sure that's why it was sent out on Christmas Eve. But check it out, Loomer wrote on X. Look what she sent out on Christmas Eve. I mean, talk about being disrespectful to President Trump and the GOP base. Notice she put Trump's name last and then asked for donations. Unreal. This is why everyone hates the GOP chairwoman. See, if hate is any value of yours, stay the hell away from me. This is, this is crazy, folks. I, I don't know these people. I really don't. I just want them to stay away from me. I don't want anything to do with their candidacies or whatever it is they're promoting. Because hate has no place. Last month, Trump seemingly issued McDaniel with an ultimatum by demanding she help the RNC save money by canceling the remaining GOP primary debates in which she refused to participate. 
Trump suggested Republicans should move to revamp the RNC if the debates continue, despite his demands, something that could potentially include removing McDaniel from leadership. The current state of RNC finances also reportedly put McDaniel's leadership under pressure recently, while leaked phone call involving the chairwoman over Trump's, Trump's 2020 loss in Michigan has raised the possibility of legal trouble. So, again, the wonderful spirit of the season. Isn't it just a blessing? <laughs> I'd love to get your thoughts on all this nonsense. 7045-701110 is our number if you would like to weigh in. And we have yet one more wonderful story. As if you haven't had enough, there's another one. A lawsuit against a candidate, another person, who I don't hesitate to tell you, I hope goes away. But it's probably wishful thinking on my part. We'll talk about this and much more. So in the spirit of Christmas, <laughs> these stories you just can't make up, can you? 704-570-1110 if you'd like to weigh in on some of the things that we are discussing. I'm trying to remember who it is. I think it was our good friend, Brett Winterbull. I've heard one of his promos, and, and I, I'm with him 100% in talking about some of the awful candidates. Awful candidates. Because what's happened is we, <laughs> we really had some candidates I would just call absolutely cuckoo. And I think if they had stayed out of stupid territory, they might have won their elections. I want to give you an example. How about Carrie Lake? I mean, Carrie Lake is a fellow broadcaster. She, by all counts, you know, I think everything else about her, she seems like a pretty decent person. But unfortunately, she has taken on the spirit of a lot of the people who... You know, recognize who believe everything is about combat and got preoccupied with 2020. I, I think this is a loser. This is an absolute loser for us. So the sooner we stop talking about 2020, relitigating that, the better. So when I see people going down for this, I have very little sympathy. I really do. The thing with Giuliani, I think it's sad. I'm not celebrating what happened to Giuliani, but again, this is what happens when people throw in with people with horrible character. You end up paying a price. So what's happening now? What am I leading up to? The story of Carrie Lake. She is going to have to prove the charges she has leveled against Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richter. She has to prove these charges are true if she wants to avoid being found guilty of defaming him. This was an extensive ruling. Maricopa County Superior Court Judge Jay Edelman says it's clear. The claims made by the failed Republican candidate for governor that Richer had sabotaged the election were not, as her lawyers claim, mere rhetorical hyperbole. In point of fact, 
Defendant Lake's statements regarding improper 19-inch ballots and or the existence of 300,000 fraudulent ballots may be discerned by a fact finder as either true or false when considered in the light of any available evidence. That's what the judge said. These statements constitute assertions of fact that are actionable under prevailing Arizona law. Let me just say here, I've heard all kinds of stories about stolen elections and about irregular practices. And my thought is, if these have happened, if there's evidence, bring it on. I am not for criminality, illegality, cheating, any of this stuff. If you've got evidence, bring it. Otherwise, shut up. This is where people get into trouble. You shouldn't be making these kinds of statements if you don't have the evidence. And if you're charging specific people, I would say you deserve to be prosecuted. You deserve to be sued civilly. If you're just throwing out these allegations, rather than sometimes just accepting the fact that you lost. Boy, that's really a tough sell, isn't it? To just say, you know, I lost. So now the burden's on Carrie Lake to back up in court what she said about this guy, the recorder, Stephen Richer. And there's something else. Edelman said Richer's lawyers have enough allegations in his lawsuit against her, her campaign, and the Save Arizona Fund, which she has used to raise cash, to provide a basis to show that all she and they acted with was actual malice. This is troubling. When you have a judge that's saying that what you've communicated their indications of actual malice. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled that people who are considered public figures like Richer can sue for defamation only if they can prove by clear and convincing evidence the statements were made with actual malice. In general, that means the person making the statement knew it to be false or the statement was made with a reckless disregard for the truth. So this ruling clears the way for a trial. Given it was Lake who made the claims that Richard says were not just false, but that she knew were false, she now has to prove they are true, something she's been unable to do in any of her still ongoing legal efforts to get any court to overturn her 2022 loss to Democrat Katie Hobbs by more than 17,000 votes. Let me just say something to you, and let me say this loud and clear from the housetops. If this woman were not a buffoon in buying into all of this stupid conspiracy stuff about 2020, I'll bet you she would have more than 17,000 votes and would have won this race. I'm convinced she would have had this. I'll bet she turned off, I'll bet she turned off 50 to 100,000 at least with this garbage. And if she only stuck to the issues at hand on how she could be a great governor for Arizona, she would have won. I'm convinced. But you have people who are just not very smart. 
They continue promoting this stuff and recirculating this bilge. And as a result, as a result, what you end up with is people who, I don't know about this person. There's enough doubt that you'd rather not vote for the person. By the way, this was a Senate race. This was a Senate seat we certainly could have used. And how did it get lost? It gets lost by just pure nonsense. Love to get your thoughts as we continue the broadcast. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. And welcome to the Vince Coakley Radio Program, our final stretch of the broadcast on this Tuesday, this first day back after the Christmas holiday. So, Bernie, tell me, how was Christmas for you? Oh, it was great, Vince. I got to spend time with family. I feel like I was in the car for forever, even though I stayed in the Charlotte. Fort Mill was the furthest that I got to, got to travel, but it just felt like I was driving constantly but it was great to spend time with family yeah that's really good yeah that is absolutely excellent and that's one of the uh wonderful things about the season the opportunity to reconnect with family and to relax and just unplug for a little while from Mm -hmm. all the crazy nonsense that's going on in the world it's definitely a good thing no question about that i want to ask you as well about your desires your anticipation hopes for the new year what's what stands out to you um like personally yes um well i would love to be um gosh i don't know i don't know vince that's a great question i feel like i need to sit down and actually think yes, about what my do. goals are for 2024 I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot here and again this is not a resolution thing this is really more of a a life thing that you're uh, you know and you know this that you know, most of the, the good things that come our way in terms of career, whatever it is, uh, these are things that we're intentional about pursuing. We, we have a plan and we work our plan and uh, strategy and those things are very, very important. So I guess gonna, I'd like to learn more about the radio industry in, in terms of what goes into programming Yeah, and, and that side of it. Okay. Um, I feel like I know a lot about production and I'm learning every day. I work with everybody i learn a lot about hosting from you and pete and i see bread and i get to work with bo and beth in the mornings and uh production with john and bo and um tj obviously so i'm just surrounded by all these 
this wealth of knowledge. So I feel like programming is really the next thing that I need to to learn more about. So maybe that's my goal for 2024, learn more well, about that side of it. See, reading. that's a good one already. There I knew there was I knew there was something in there. I just had to dig deep. That's you it. You had to, yeah. That's good. <laughs> uh, just required a little prodding. That's, that's all. right. That's right. Not a problem at all. <laughs> well, let's take a look at the day in history and we go back to our first of six items here to the year 1776. After crossing the Delaware on Christmas, this general led an attack on the mercenaries in Trenton, New Jersey, and captured 900 men. This be this, George Washington? You darn well better believe it right. was George Washington. 1878, John Wanamaker has electric lights installed at his store in Philly. That was the very first time this happened. 1917, as World War I rages, the U.S. government took control over the railroads. Wow, did you know they did that? I did not. Yeah. 1982, Time's Man of the Year was not a man at all, nor is it a woman. What inanimate object do you think they named as the Man of the Year? I'll give you a hint. It's really revolutionized our lives. This was 1982, by the way. Mm. This one invention has revolutionized our lives all the way up to the phones, all the other stuff. What, What is it? Mm, the internet. You know, you're close. What is it? The personal computer. Oh, wow. Okay. That was the man of the year for yeah, the year 1982. Close. 1996, the six-year-old beauty queen was found murdered in her family's home. And uh, the person who put this together said Nancy Grace has been cashing in on this story still. Oh, what is... Um, what was her name? Oh. This young beauty Vince. queen. It's okay. I can't remember. It's what, not what, the end of the world. What it's is her jo- name? JonBenet Ramsey. That's it. That's it. JonBenet John Ramsey. Ramsey. 1996 was the year. Wow. It's hard to believe how much time has passed since that. And 2004, I remember the video from this horrible event. More than 230,000 people killed when a tsunami hit Indonesia. Oh. I remember those horrific videos. Uh, I, I've just never seen so much destruction from water anywhere. It was quite ugly, to say the least. In the category of bizarre stories, you ready for this one? An Alabama woman with two uteri, as in more than one uterus, and two cervixes. She's given birth to two babies after carrying one of them in each uterus. How's that for bizarre? Bernie. Oh, my goodness. Kelsey Hatcher from Dora, which is about 28 miles northwest of Birmingham, gave birth to two girls on Wednesday and Thursday. And get a load of this. After a combined 20 hours of labor. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine that? 20? I'd rather not imagine. <laughs> I'm just glad. Thank I'm goodness, I don't ever have to, uh, you know. It's Deal good. with that. It's good to be a man, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, I'm very fortunate. Hatcher diagnosed with a double uterus when she was 17. This rare congenital condition occurs in 0.3% of women. Uh, there's an estimated one in a million chance of carrying a baby in both uteri. And here this woman has pulled it off. The older child, Roxy, born on Tuesday. Rebel arrived on Wednesday. 
and both newborns are healthy. Her yeah. husband, Caleb, with her in the hospital. Um, what a miracle. This was our first moment of just the four of us together and just getting to breathe that in and be in the moment and look at the girls together. This is an awesome story and a wonderful way to end our broadcast this day after Christmas. Thank you very much for joining us. Lord willing, we're back tomorrow, same time. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Adios.